0: Welcome everyone to the very latest bolt from the blue podcast. I have with me Bernard Denine. He was at the game. It was very frustrating. But we got the job done with Bernard's big lummox at the end. <laughs> so uh Bernard, uh, you went to the game. What was the atmosphere like for this one?
1: Uh well, morning kickoffs, well, early afternoon kickoffs, it always, always a bit low, aren't they? Always a bit. Not quite at it. It was all right. It was a bit better than, obviously, the last game where Burnley, was it, the last time we played at the Etihad. But uh, it wasn't bouncing, put it that way. But, uh, of course, as the game progressed, there's not much on the pitch that made us feel like bouncing about, I suppose. But uh, in the old days, when things weren't going well on the pitch, we used to be louder. But that that doesn't seem to be the case these days.
0: These guys cause problems for us. And um, everyone thought it would be a rollover. But I kind of knew that it wasn't gonna be that way and it turned out that way. But let's go let's get into the lineups, sir uh, Bernard. Um how did you do this time?
1: Uh a very interesting lineup, wasn't it? I got eight, so I wasn't too worried about that particularly. I mean I think Kovacic, I don't think, was on the bench either. I've not heard what the problem is, whether he's injured, but uh, that was a quite an unusual one because he wasn't even in the squad. Uh, and of course, uh, I would have expected him to be because people like uh, Wright and uh, and Lewis, uh, not Lewis, uh, Wright and Bob were in the squad. So I would have, would have thought if Kovacic was th- it would have been there. So that was an interesting one because they had him in my lineup. So I uh, wasn't too, I was a bit disappointed with that. But uh, just looking at the lineup: Ederson, Akanji, Diaz, Stones, Aki, Rodri, Foden. Nunes, Alvarez, Doku and Haaland. Obviously, the obvious things, Mike. Uh, where was where the hell's KDB? I mean, he played the full 90-odd minutes the other night. Did he need a rest? I doubt it very much after he's been off for how many months. Uh, I was a bit disappointed with that because against a team like Everton, you need you need some guile. You know, you need, need something a little bit special. And I think Pep was relying on Nunes to supply that. And you know me, I, I bang the drum for Nunes a bit over the last few weeks, but he was totally lost yesterday, he couldn't, and I think him and Alvarez were just, uh, a guy pointed out to me on, on my channel that he thought they were getting in each other's way and I, I just thought tactically, I thought Pep, um, you know, he knows what he's doing usually, but I just thought, was he thinking too much of Copenhagen, Mike? Do you think he was saving certain players like Bernardo and uh, KDB for that? What, what do you think about that?
0: I think that you're exactly right there because you're absolutely bang on, they, uh, or you're your follower was bang on because they did get in each other's way. He, um, uh, Nunes looked sharp in the initial stages, but there was some uh, complications there. And um, to be honest, uh, I've got to give Everton a, a bit of credit. I mean, their manager was in the stands. I don't know, Bernard. Was that because he had said something stupid yeah, exactly. to a he,
1: he was. He was on a first of a two-match ban, which uh, Pep could face if he gets another booking as well.
0: At the moment, right. Um, but it was the the first half was very, very frustrating um i i don't know how you saw it i mean you were you were right yeah. there so yeah, i
1: mean obviously the problem i had also is that kanjee was playing the sort of stones role i couldn't quite understand that either which uh, you know kanjee yeah. was playing between that sort of link up between defense and midfield which uh, john stones oh. is, e- is excellent at i just couldn't understand why he was doing that but obviously that would have left us a little bit uh, wide on the right was obviously no walker around or no lewis i mean that Again, for me, we don't play Walker or Lewis. Yeah, Stones has to play right back, but uh, it just left the Kanji really doing things that he's not really capable of doing. I, I was I was very puzzled. I think most most people were puzzled with the tactics of that. Of course you mentioned Everton there. I'll just zoom through their starting eleven. Uh, Pickford, dirty, dirty bugger Godfrey. So I <laughs> Uh, Bramfway, Mikalenko, Youngana, Goya, however you pronounce his name, McNeil, Harrison and that other dirty sod there, uh, Calvert-Lewin. Um, very, They're not... The trouble is with Deitch's team. He, he needs pro- probably a few more uh, big lads in his team. And uh, I mean, this lot put it out. I don't think they could probably take it. But uh, it was, it, I thought they were superb tactically oh, yeah. because they were horrible. I mean, I... I Take another ten points off them just for that display yesterday, <laughs> and you—you you know, obviously, we're probably going to talk more away from the football than the football today because it was shocking. They were absolutely shocking. Now you've got a referee that I think it's Brooks, was it yesterday? Brooks, mm-hmm. yep. one of these new referees, who's was absolutely clueless. He might have played the game, I don't know at what level, but the things these players get away with, and it—it it was clear, it was clear what what Everton were up to, but Brooks wasn't strong enough to do anything about it. You had. Seven seventy minutes, basically of the trainer or the players going down. I think one Everton was averaging one every four minutes at one time going down injured. Uh, trainers were coming on. Now, all right, Brooks has to be careful. He doesn't want you doesn't want a, a player to be really badly injured and miss it. But I mean, it got to the stage at seventy minutes where it was—it's was just ridiculous, absolutely. Ridiculous. But once that goal went in, did any ever? No, not a single Everton player got an injury. In that last, well, we played, we played 100 minutes in the end, didn't we? we played another 10 minutes. So, in that over half an hour, not a single injury, of course, not a single. So, it's obviously what they were up to. But, and what really annoys me, Mike, it's only a small thing. I mean, they added 10 minutes to the game. I think City, mm-hmm. were happy two, we were happy at 2 0, weren't we? We weren't really worried about that. I, I don't think we were going for the goals, which we should be doing. We didn't want to risk anything. But for me, once it gets to that stage, you have to look at who's wasted the time. And if it's Everton's wasted the time and they've wasted eight of those 10 minutes, I'm sorry, you don't you don't play them. It's as simple as that. Because they had an offside goal that, all right, it was well offside, I think. I couldn't see it up our end, of course. But, uh, you know, if that had been 2-1, they, they they had another 10 minutes then to uh, for us to panic a little bit. And it's wrong. I mean, that, that system, you know, in theory, oh, yeah, they'll have the time on. It doesn't work. Pickford. I mean, Pickford goes for a stroll every time he gets a goal kick. He goes chatting to his defenders. I mean, why can't a referee, but, you know, I don't think they're probably, I've probably got their hands tied behind the back now, but why don't they say to a player, when a player goes down, wherever the free kick is from, put the ball on the spot there and then. That ball isn't moved until they're ready to restart the game. And once that ref blows to restart the game, let us he's got five seconds, whoever it is, City or Everton, have got five seconds to take that kick mm-hmm. Because... Pick, you know, you wait till the trainers get off, and then pick the strolls around replacing the ball or an Everton player. It's just ridiculous. And all right, you say yeah, he adds add it on at the end, but it, it doesn't work. There's no perfect system. But I think I'm, I'm just getting waffling on a bit. But I think Brooks uh, is just one of these new type of referees who just, he just. Blue cards, give him a blue card. I mean, I, I, I might stop going. It's just you can't rely on these referees to give blue cards and know when to give them out. They're, ups, they're a wet, total waste of space. And I think Everton and the referees tried, referee tried to ruin that game yesterday. It, it was shocking off the pitch. And of course, Pep uh, didn't help by putting out a team that looked a bit clueless at times.
0: Bernard, for for the kids that are listening that don't quite understand, can you explain what the plan is? For blue cards,
1: <laughs> well, it's all—it's all to do with it, it's a middle, its a middling thing, isn't it? It's just ten minutes sin bin, is it, Mike? Because I, I sort of looked at the headlines. It's a sin remember. bin
0: that you have um, in America. Sin
1: 10, ten minutes, and it's at the referee's discretion. Which you know, there you go. I don't—I don't think I need to see any say anymore more, I? If we leave anything to this bunch of referees, it's just going to be—it's an excuse. Uh, for certain clubs to gain from this and certain other clubs not to gain. It's as simple as that. You know, the people can say, oh, you talk conspiracy theories, it's rubbish. But it's not. It's not It's not rubbish at all. Uh, some teams will gain from this. Uh, referees will allow certain things for certain teams that are favoured. And we know that will happen. And I'm sorry, it will be one of the worst... I mean, VAR is bad enough, but that blue card will be one of the thir- worst things to happen to football that I could ever think of. I mean, imagine... The time wasting that'll go on with that. Say Everton had had a guy blue card. If flipping heck, you know, it would have been another half an hour added on at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. It's just a poor idea. They are saying they're going to trial it. But I know. Poster Coglu's come out against it. I hope every single manager comes out against this and says we refuse to play if it if it if it comes about because it's an absolutely ridiculous idea. We can't even sort VAR out. God, God knows. I don't. I don't want to give the referees any more responsibility than what they can't cope with at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And Bernie, that seemed to be like a, a bit of a, a trial game for Akangji because he was uh, pulled off. Um, at the end of the first half, and replaced with Walker. Um, so, I mean, once
1: well, right. well, we brought Walter, Walker back, on, obviously KDB, we we did look better. You can't deny that, can you? Really?
0: No, no. But I was just wondering what he was doing there. Was just <laughs> I, I don't know, proving his fitness, or
1: I think it, you can't say he had a bad game. You can't say he played poorly, but he did exactly in the same way. Certain players are, res- I think, are restricted by Pep at the moment. And I don't particularly know why. But Kanji did that role very quite well. Uh, he did it quite well, but it doesn't do anything. It doesn't happen. We don't create anything. It doesn't really. Or you know, defensively, we were reasonable yesterday. There was one or two little slip-ups, uh, probably down our left, which is strange because we always bang on about Aki being left back, and he was playing left back yesterday, which is what we wanted. Uh, but I think most. But the I think most of their better players are on that side of the pitch anyway. But. Yeah, Akanji just did what he was told to by Pep. But for me, in the same way Nunes and Alvarez were a bit of a waste, and Stones was perhaps a bit of a waste. And Pep just seems to restrict what players are doing. And, and that's the worrying part for me. And Akanji, great to see him back fit. But uh, he's a centre half, mate. I don't I don't want to see him doing this role Pep has him doing. But mm. In the same way Gvardiol is a centre half, and Pep thinks he can get more out of him, which is fair enough, he probably will at some stage, you know, but at this point in time. We've got games to win, and I, th- I think Pep's taking a few little. You know, he's already saying we've got a lot of games coming up, but this is just the start of it. You know, at this stage, we should still be playing our strongest and best team and best tactics. I'm, not, I, I just puzzled, but Kanji, no, he did, he did exactly what Pep wanted yesterday. So you can't, you can't have a go at him, and he he, he played quite well uh,
0: within what Pep asked him to do. Well, was speaking to my dad yesterday, and he asked me, and. He said, did City even have a shot on target in that first half? He said that was the first, that was the <laughs> well, first was time that he's ever mate, seen was that.
1: Goal. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was our first shot on target. That, that shows how poor we were. He, even Rodri was hitting Z again. He wasn't placing it. He was going for a Rodri's rocket, which was a, a bit of a duff launch, Launch, unfortunately. But, uh, no, that was that was shocking, really, wasn't it? Seven, 71 minutes before we get a shot on target. Uh, not good at all.
0: Well, Brian, before we go on to the second half... Is there anything that you would like to say about that first half at all? Um, because it, it just uh, went by my eyelids. Um, yeah, I think
1: Doku played very well again, but his approach were, was superb, but he didn't know what to do when he got there. He, didn't, he couldn't find a pass, he couldn't find a shot. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing. And of course, I just want to mention Calvert-Lewin as well. I mean, there's not a lot been said about that, but that, that, where him and Diaz were wrestling on the touchline, and, of course, he turned around and literally flung uh, Diaz into the, you know, it could have been advertising. Obviously, it was the uh, ch- the manager's side, so there's not, many ad- there's not as many advertising hoardings there, is there? But, you know, the way he just flung him round, I mean, I wasn't happy with that. I wasn't sure it was a free kick their way anyway. I think it was six of one half, a dozen of another. But it sort of got glossed over. But that's dangerous from Calvert-Lewin. That's dangerous play to fling a player like that. And yet nothing was done. There wasn't even a word. I, do, I just, I do, I do. again, it's referee and it comes back to that. I banged on about that enough. But I just thought that was shocking. Uh, I just wanted to get that in on the first half. But that's it in the first half. You're talking about horrible things rather than good football, which is a great shame.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think Harrison had a a half chance that he sliced. So obviously, agent Harrison was uh, doing his work for us. Oh, he skied that. Yeah. yeah, and of course, uh, we had a late VAR shout, didn't we? But it was up the other end. And oh, that was it. Yeah, obviously, Everton had won the toss and he made us change round. So it was nice to see them playing to our end for the second half, the singing, singing end. Not that it helped uh, atmosphere that much. I think it might have done a little bit, but uh, it was interesting. That Ever- I, I agree with that. I think the away team should disrupt what the home team do. I, I think that's a good idea. I think that was a good decision because obviously they won the toss and we took the kickoff, but... Uh, yeah, I think there's two, you know, when you go to Anfield, you should always, if you win the toss, change sides, you know, make them, make them play a different way. Because even on a Sunday, sun, when I used to play a Sunday and Saturday, I used to have a favourite end to play the first half. And if we played the opposite way, I felt a bit, Weird, you know. It's totally obviously. It's a big stadium you're playing in now, not on not on a you know on Hough End or or Stockport and Dix, one of their parks, you know. But uh, I, th- I think it's cl- you know clever from Everton, and I think they were clever all the way through it, and not in a great way, of course. But uh, I'd do that every time. I'd I'd always, uh, even though it might be away from your fans for the second half, I'd always do that at every ground I go to. But won the toss, I'd, I'd switch things around um, I don't know what your opinion is of that. I think it's quite clever.
0: Well, Bernard, tell us a little bit about the Eddie Had experience that um, a lot of people uh, have been talking about, about the prices of things that you want to eat or drink. I don't know if you uh, get anything at halftime or get anything uh, before the game, but um, how do you sort of like rate the Eddie Had experience now in 2024?
1: I don't think it's any worse anywhere else, mate. It's nothing. You'd always want prices to be a bit lower, uh, food-wise. I, I usually get uh, fish and chips from the City Chippy uh, on home games, you know, if we've got time and there's no big queues outside. And then I usually eat that at Mary D's. And then I, I go in for about an hour before kick-off and have a couple of pints in the ground, which where we are in the mm-hmm. south stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice little concourse there because they've got a nice bar area now, which obviously put in last year, so that's very good. I mean, but price-wise, yes, it could be. And it's a bit of a, a bit of a, a a disaster outside the ground at the moment because, of course, with all the renovations going on with the with the new stand, etc., all all city square has been shut down. So you've got little obviously, the little vans of food uh, alongside, but it's not as good. It'll be a lot better, obviously, in two or three years' time when the the new thing's up and running, but uh, price-wise, yeah, it could always be cheaper, but I've not noticed, when I've gone to away grounds, I've not noticed any great difference uh, in their places and ours, and of course the beer, you just have to go with whatever's there. It's not great, but uh, uh, I've put it this way, I've not been anywhere else that it's it's any better, and I've been to most grounds, modern grounds, these days, so it's not, you know, I can't say, oh, that was that was great, and that was that was cheap up there, and that was cheap. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. It, uh, hopefully, it'll be better, but of course, it's probably more expensive in two or three years' time when we get all the new improvements as well. But for the tourists, if they pay the money, that's what they want. They want the they want these guys who just go every so often who who will spend the money. We, you know, those regular guys probably don't spend the money. They get a couple of pints with well, four pints and buy two for the lad, two for me. And that's and the program. That's all they get out of us every week. But of course, they want the guys in the shops and the souvenir shop and everything, don't they? So, hey, I'm I'm no used to him. I mean, I'm no used to them next year. I'll be I'll be even worse because I I'll be getting a cheaper season carb, won't to sixty five. I'll be all right.
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, you hit that target. Okay.
1: Yeah, So they'll probably put it up now. They'll probably put it up this year now. <laughs> probably put it up to sixty seven, like the retirement age. But uh, there you go. I'm, at the moment, I'll be getting a discount next season. So I'll I'll. Be even less use for them.
0: <laughs> well, let's. uh we'll, we'll jump into the uh, the second half. But before we do that, Bernard, is there a Premier League ground that you haven't haven't been to? Uh, well,
1: yeah, the, probably the little ones now. Like you know, like Bournemouth. Yeah, uh, Luton, you know, the ones where you just can't sure. get tickets now. And of course, I've probably had the chance to go to Luton in the old days because they were in the top division, but I never, I could never really afford to go down to the London grounds much apart from Wembley. So I never got to see many London grounds. So yeah, probably those, the bigger grounds. Yeah, I've been to a bit, I can't think of many of the bigger grounds I've not been to. Um, even, the, even the ones who've changed grounds. Obviously, I'll, I'll be struggling to get to the new Everton ground unless the, we get a decent allocation of tickets for that over the next uh, three or four years, or they might be in a different division anyway. They could be, <laughs> they, they could be, we could be in a lower division, or they could be. So it wouldn't make any difference. But uh, no, I think most of them mate. As I say, I'd, I'm never overly impressed. I, I've been to some recently that I haven't like Palace. I've been to that about four times now. I haven't been to that up to about the last about five years ago, but I've been. I wish I hadn't because it's a horrible place, but... <laughs> yeah. It really is. <laughs> I've covered most of the, the new ones now with the Tottenham one. Uh, I've been to the West Ham, of course, so Arsenal. So, yeah, I've covered them all over the last few years. It's just just the smaller grounds, the older grounds that I've not been to. that We just don't get enough tickets for me to, to get one.
0: Right, Bernard. It's time for us to talk about your big Lomox, your big friend. <laughs> now... I don't know how that you felt that he I I don't know how surprised you were about him starting and what you thought about him in the first half, but um I was talking to my dad and he said he he doesn't do anything except score. (laughs) And I think he's probably right about that.
1: Well he does, mate. You just don't see it in the in the same way. I used to look at Rodri and struggle to find out what he did. He does he does loads, you just don't notice most of it. And I think Harlan's the same. Now the trouble is yesterday, obviously, uh you could you could have had um Ronaldo, Messi, he could have anyone up, up front, they wouldn't, wouldn't have getting it, they weren't getting anything, so it wouldn't have made any difference, you know. But yeah, Harland he's he's got to play these games now. He's He had a good run of games into uh, last season and this season before the injury. We we kept him reasonably fit. He has to play. It's as simple as that. And you just know, and obviously based on what we saw yesterday from 71 minutes onwards, that's why he's there. I think he does a lot of work. He creates space for other people. Of course he does. But uh, uh, good centre-forwards do that, even when they're having a bad game, as long as they're creating room for other people. But I, I don't think... It was only when KDB come on that he was going to get any sort of uh, service or city as a team when KDB and Walker came on. I thought Walker was a super sub. I'd probably prefer him coming on rather than starting games these days. Uh, I just thought they made a big difference and that that opened things up for for our big lummox. So, uh, shall we talk about the first goal?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because, (laughs) uh, I mean, um, he scores violently, doesn't he? Yeah. He meant It's, it, it's right, always isn't it? violent, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he, me- he meant that one. That's sure. I think it was his right foot, was it? So it was his weaker foot, yeah? Yeah.
0: Was it? Yeah.
1: yeah I think and, of course, it was from a corner. I know it was a little bit of pinball, wasn't there? A couple of blocks before it
0: I think that was maybe it. a Julian Alvarez corner um, that did a yeah. bit of pinball. and then Yeah, I,
1: th- I think it, I th- it was out, went back in, out again. And then, obviously, Harlem's on the edge of the six-yard box. I think, oh, Martz. I don't know where the marking was, in, in fairness. I don't think he was marked. I've not really looked back at it much. Uh, but of course, yeah, you remember those pictures of the goalkeepers in the in the past where they got the gloves up and there's a big football hole in the, in the gloves. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It was a bit like that because it literally bl- it went through Pickford. I like I quite like Pickford as a shot saver, but as you said and we you noted before, that was the first shot he actually had to try and make a save on, on target, and he, he just couldn't keep it out, mate. He just, he just literally got summit on it, but it just obviously up into the roof of the net and. So They were having a moan, Everton. I'm not too sure what they were moaning about. Were yeah. Saying something to the ref, and I've never found out. what well, I've not watched that match of the day or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know what they were moaning about, but hey, no, that was uh, brilliant. As, as you say, you've been quiet, Hal, and quiet, but probably busy. But that was brilliant. He just He meant it. He certainly meant it, didn't he, mate? I mean, you probably wanted to take Pickford's head off for all the time-wasting he was doing. That's what I would have felt like. So, uh, a great goal. And at 71 minutes then, as I say, you, you think you know, we can go on and perhaps score two or three here. But, uh, yeah, fantastic. Right place, right time. And he took it really well.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was great to see him back and to see how he was going to fit into uh, Pep's plan in the Second half of uh, this league, and yeah, he, he's he's a man for the key moments, isn't he? That was a that was a violent goal, um, and I loved it. And it didn't take too much longer before he had like doubled it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bernardo came on for Alvarez. I thought we looked a bit better when uh, Bernardo came on and Alvarez went off. I think he was the obvious choice to go off. I wasn't surprised by that. And, of course, uh, KDB started pulling the strings. And, And the thing is about KDB, it's just the fact he's there. Uh, opposing teams will start to panic a little bit because his his reputation has been always been excellent, of course, certainly with City fans. But I think uh, throughout football now, I think his reputation has grown, especially since since he's been out injured. I think it's grown even more. And of course, it wasn't the the greatest ball by De Bruyne. Uh, you know, it's a nice simple ball down down the middle of the pitch. And Haaland, I mean, he had plenty to do, didn't he? He had plenty to do at that stage. And Brambley, do, do you not gets... think
0: he, he kind of like bullied his way yeah. through?
1: Yeah, I mean, Bramthwaite gets a lot of um, lot of love, doesn't he? Bramthwaite is rated as one of the best uh, best better young players. Uh, around and he literally bullied him. As you said, he just bullied him off the ball. I love to see it. he didn't foul him. I can't. I can't Brantford just sort of bounced off him, and that's what Ireland is good at. He's done it before. He tried it. I think he tried it early in the second half, but he got a foul called against him against someone on the on the touch line. I remember that. Uh, I think it's more in in the players' back. So. He lost it through a foul, but yeah, he just bullied Bramthwaite. And the thing is, if you're at Walmart, if you've got a man-to-man with Ireland, you've got a chance. If you're not going to bring him down, once Ireland can get goal side, I mean, he gets, he, you know, it takes him a little while to get into his into his stride. But once our big lummot starts going, yeah, Bramthwaite's on the ground, and of course Pickford does what he should be doing. He comes out tries to nail the angle, but Ireland had all the time in the world just to open his body. Of course, with his favourite left foot, um, he wasn't going to miss that, was he? He was going to superbly placed around uh, Pickford into the bottom left-hand corner. He can't blame Pickford. Can you blame Bramthwaite? Well, not, not really. At the end of the day, he was just out-muscled. It's as simple as that. There's not a lot you can do about that. You probably blame the fact there wasn't another defender around to take on Highland as well. But just a great finish and, and obviously game over at, at uh, 2-0.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, Bernard. I don't think we've quite seen that since the days of Yaya Toure. Whenever he would go storming through the midfield and and players would just bounce off him. And um, I I actually thought that um, Everton, uh, the Everton defender there would would, would probably have a chance. But I I was very impressed just the way that he, he... Bounces players away from him himself to if, give himself if, a chance. Um,
1: I think if Brownfoot had tried a sliding tackle or something like that, he would I got the foul? I don't, I don't think he was on a booking as such. Uh, he might have got the foul. He might have even won the ball, but he just was willing to to run with him. And then obviously, with a guy like Harlan, you can't. You know, you learn. He'll learn. Obviously, will probably won't do that next time. But uh, you can't do it against Harlan, can you? And I think that was uh, De Bruyne's hundred and six Premier League assist. Um, yes, apparently
0: he's not going to get anywhere near Ryan Giggs, which I was surprised well, about when I when I found uh, the statistics. It,
1: 162, that guy I've never heard of, Ryan Giggs, he's got 162. And some other guy I've hardly ever heard of, ses Fabregas, is on 111. So he, he can beat him, of course, that's no problem. But uh, Ryan Giggs, yeah, I mean, I'll, well, he's only got, what, two. two Two good years ahead of him after this, De Bruyne, I suppose. So it's it'll be a bit much to get another fifty odd assists. I must admit, but he'll have a go as long as he's with us and he can stay there till he wants to retire. For me, a- De Bruyne, he's earned his uh, he's earned his money. You know, he can stay there and do play bit parts if he wants for a, for a season or something like that once he's past his peak but uh, he looks he looks good at the moment Mike he looks uh yeah his hair his hair's all flourishing and he looks fit and well and he can he's bouncing off players and got his strength as well so I was worried he looked a bit skinny in you know a couple of months ago when he's obviously bound to because he's not been playing but uh he looks as though you know fingers because that's why I was worried a bit about yesterday that he didn't start I thought he was I thought he was flying I was a bit worried that Pep's just giving him a rest already, but I, I thought I thought he's it in his stride now. So uh, fantastic stuff. Great to see.
0: Well well I I took a look at his diet. You you know that he eats um like deer meat and things that they that they shoot out there. <laughs> so um, Yeah, he did look a bit uh, thin, but um, uh, Bernard, it was a little bit like a story of two strikers because Dominic Calvert-Lewin hasn't scored in Donkey's years, and um, and um, there was nothing from him. And I thought that they that he would have been there. Would
1: you take any of those Everton players at City? Anyone worth? a look at? Do you think Bramthwaite, as I said, people have been harping on about him a little bit. I wasn't overly impressed yesterday. Would you take any of that Everton team?
0: No, I think none of them would, they would be competitive to get on the bench even. Mm. But uh, yeah, not really. I mean, I've been impressed by the way that they have reacted to the, the whole FFP thing. But um, this game was billed as the, uh the cheats against the cheats by our our, our rivals. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: there's one, or, one or two humorous songs sung, I must admit, which obviously was quite funny. <laughs> mm
0: mm-hmm. But at 2 0 well, that, that, that was the best
1: one was only one charge and you still can't win or something. I don't know, I can't remember I've slept since then. I've slept since we were singing it, but uh, you know, apart from the dirty cheating. What's it that we were singing at them, but uh, yeah, uh, I think they appreciated the irony of the Ever- Evertonians, anyway. And I'll be honest with you, mate, I think they've got usually they have one song, Everton, don't they? Everton, Everton, that's about it. But they, I heard another one yesterday, I couldn't quite make out the words because it wasn't very really loud. But uh, all credit to them, they've invented another song. I, th- I thought you only used to have one song, but uh, they've got a, they've got a couple now, Everton, so well done,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Bernard. But well, were there would you would you say that there were any standout performers in that particular game?
1: Uh, as I say, I mean, Doku was so good, wasn't he, Mike? He was so good up to that final thing, and <laughs> he just didn't just didn't see we he, he, he roasted their defenders at times, and yet um surely Ireland's getting in the right place. Perhaps Alvarez wasn't getting in the right place, but I just he's fit. He's, he's last, minute, you know. As I said, I said, like I said the other week, didn't you, about these one forty breaks and missing the black at the end. And I think Doku yeah. again was was guilty of that. Uh, some really good stuff. I mean, at, at one stage, I, I was really crying out because because Folden was wasted. I thought we haven't touched upon Foden, have we? Of course, he's stuck him back out on the wing again.
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I, I was going to ask you about that. Brandon, but he He seemed to be a bit muted.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some said he had a good first half. I, I thought he was, I didn't think he had, but again, not his fault, uh, only because what Peps asked him to play. And I, at some stage, I was I was thinking, well, try and st- stick Alvarez out there and bring Foden up the middle because Nunes, as I said, was very disappointing yesterday. And I think, of course, uh, Foden's been playing that sort of middle role. So I don't, again, part of Peps' tactics, I couldn't quite fully understand, uh, you know. And you feel a bit silly. I agree with what Pep does, but uh, you know he was crying out stick Alvarez on the wing and bring, but he didn't. He just kept him out there. So again, he wasted Foden for me uh, a little bit. I think he came in a bit more when of course KDB and, and Walker came on. But obviously that we had more, uh, we had Walker on the right then, didn't we? So that allowed uh, Folden to move into the middle. But uh, very confused, as I say, but. So many players. I couldn't say anyone was outstanding. Harlan got man of the match because he scored two goals. But I, I literally looked at every single City player. I will probably give it Edison for, for getting up after that filthy thing that uh, Godfrey did. We didn't touch upon that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I think Godfrey went back for seconds, didn't he? I hadn't seen that in the game. I've seen it on replay. And that was shocking. Um of course it was looked at, at the AI. He's not
0: the kind of guy, uh Ederson, that you want to tangle with. I think he him, but he
1: actually did it. He actually physically kicked the ball wasn't anywhere near, was it? And he actually physically kicked him uh high up. I, I don't understand what's happening. Apparently match of the day he didn't touch upon it, even though it was in the highlights. So uh, perhaps a keeping quiet on that one, but I'm sure if it had been a City player doing it, it, would be different. But yeah, there's so many players who, uh, and I thought Edison, as I said, I'd give Edison a seven out of 10 just for the bravery, you know, for that single brave moment. And he, he had a, a steady game other than that. But uh, yeah, no one, ever, ever, I thought everyone was a little bit restricted. Doku did very, very well until that last bit. And as I say, people like Foden, Nunes, Alvarez, Stones, Uh, We're all playing to a script and the script was a little bit, uh, it won't won't be made into a film, that's for sure. But that first 70 minutes, it it was all a bit bland until we, KDB and and Walker came on.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about the the man of glass, Johnny Stones. I mean, what sort of state of fitness do you think that he's in at the moment? I mean, I'm a bit confused because he's not necessarily an automatic starter. He should be, but um, I don't know what you think. I don't think we're ever. I don't think we're ever going to get a run of games out of John Stones
1: over and above single figures. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever going to see him play ten games on the trot. I just don't think his body is physically capable of doing it. And it's such a sh- I mean, Stones could be, uh, out. You know, up there with the, the. You know, the best in the world uh, if he if he could stay fit because Pep's found the best role for him. As I say, yesterday I think Ikanji was playing that role. So obviously, I think Stonesy was being eased back into it a little bit. But I, I just can't see that run of games that will mean that, that Stonesy can ever ever rise above it because we can't rely on him. We just can't rely on him, Mike. He's he just he's such such a shame. It's such a a loss. He gets more. We get more out of him than certain other glass leg players we've had over the years and other teams have had. But. Uh, it's such a shame, but I, I watched seeing, seeing him playing in that role he played in the Champions League final. You know that role where he plays between defence and attack and plays so well alongside Rodri as well. But uh, uh, Pep sort of used him for other things yesterday because he's a great centre half. He's still a quality centre half, but we've got other guys like a kanji perhaps, and you know who can play that centre half for a little bit. Heard,
0: more has more he actually? He to, to role. Has John Stones kind of like reached the kind of? Paul McGrath, sort of levels where yeah, you know yeah. he's just fantastic, but yeah, you right, can't rely upon him. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, that is a comparison. It's such a shame because it will never, will, it'll never, you know, if we if we went a season and completed forty games, it'd be a miracle.
0: Mhm. Mhm. All right. So the the final thing that I just wanted to talk to you about this game before we go on to other things is about uh. You know, you you did talk about uh, Doku and the final pass, and I was just thinking about what you thought about Grealish's chances of getting back in this team because he's been a he's been like a bystander so far.
1: Yeah, Grealish is is in danger of being one of these guys that all of a sudden will be passed over and be on his way. Uh, I think that's a danger we, we've got at the moment with Grealish. Uh, it's not all his fault. Uh, it's not all Pep's fault. It's, you know, it's it's just the situation as it stands at the moment. I think mean, when he gets to this stage of the season as well, Pep starts playing who he can rely on. At the moment, he don't he doesn't think he can rely on Jack, which he could do, of course, all last season. He can rely on Jack to do a, do a job. But I, I'm I, you know I've done my Copenhagen. We'll have a quick word of that before we go, of course. But I've done my Copenhagen thing, and uh, I've bravely put Grealish in the starting eleven now mm-hmm. on the basis of what Pep's been doing. I think that's a brave move because I, I just don't think Pep will start. But I, I think he needs to. I think I think Grealish needs to start that game, and he needs to do something. Uh, I thought his little cameo yesterday was all right. Actually, I thought he played uh, reasonably well when he came on, so um, uh, it wasn't long enough, obviously, but. I do worry. I do worry that Grealish is going to be one of these that's going to fall by the wayside a little bit. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so I am saying I doubt he will play, but I have put him in my Pepsi 11 for, for Tuesday night But because I just think he needs to play, and I think Pep needs him to play him. Uh, it's as simple as that. And if he doesn't, yeah, even, even more sort of oil on the fire, if you like, that he, he could find himself a bit excluded.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So we were temporarily top of the league and I was um, very tempted to put out my my normal stuff like top of the league, but it didn't last that long. Now, we're going to talk about um, uh, just a few of the other results that uh, came in. Anything made you raise your eyebrow there? Not
1: really. I, thought, I, thought, I think Luton would be disappointed, won't they? They'd be playing very, very well. Uh, but then to lose... Yesterday, was it Sheffield United? Uh, They lost uh, yesterday. So, I think Luton will, because they looked as though they had the ability to get out of this. Of course, Everton uh, are still down there, uh, digging. Uh, And of course, uh, Burnley, obviously, Burnley couldn't do much against Liverpool. We didn't really expect anything to happen there, did we? But uh, I think Luton's a big disappointment of the weekend, to be honest with you. Uh, There's a couple of games today, isn't there? We're recording this on Sunday. But I think, um, yeah... I think there's a lot, certainly at their place at Kenilworth Road, I think Luton expect to, to beat get, win games like yesterday and they didn't. So, um, yeah, but it's very interesting because looking at Everton, I mean, uh, based on what I saw yesterday, you know, if they, you might get the 10 points back and they'll be fine. Uh, I'm not too sure whether they will get another 10 points. To, like I said, I some another 10 points for that performance yesterday, but uh, whether they will get another 10 points taken off and I'm not too sure, but... Yeah, I was, I was. I thought Everton would be all right, but they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to be a bit braver, I think, as far as attacking and trying to score goals. But hey, they're playing City, mate. I can't. I can't really base Everton's survival on the fact that they did that against us yesterday. Uh, there will be a different team against weaker teams, of course. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, nothing outstanding. I don't think nothing. No real surprises apart from Matt uh, Luton not not taking advantage.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you did touch on this, so I'm going to pick you up on it as we uh, draw down the, the, this particular pod, but um, um, next up for City is uh, Copenhagen, and um, you think that he that there's going to be much in, in the way of uh, team changes for that one? You did mention you thought that Grealish was going to get a chance, but... Any other things that you? Well, well, the obvious foresee?
1: ones, the obvious ones were KDB and Bernardo. They were obviously being saved, weren't they, for this uh, Copenhagen game? Although Bernardo's not been playing, you know. Looked at, I was looking through the, the, you know, this group stages, the group games we played, and Bernardo's not not been playing as regular as I thought he he would be doing. But uh, I think they were definitely trying to be saved for that, but obviously it didn't quite work to plan. Same with Walker to some extent. Uh, uh, you know, Lewis is—I think Lewis has played played five of the six group games. But again, I think Pep will, will go with his tribe. He, well, he wants to bring a win back. Of course, he does. We need to bring at least a, a one-goal or perhaps a two-goal advantage back because when we do play him in the in the second second of the games at the Etihad it's a busy time isn't it we've got United we've got Liverpool and all this sort of thing around that time as well so we've got to get back to our place uh, with the lead so you will play a strong team Um, i probably made about four changes I think in my 11 that I, I put together but I can see Walker uh, KDB, Bernardo, who didn't start. I can see them starting this this one. But apart from that, I don't think there's going to be too much apart from Grealish. But I say it could be Grealish or Doku. I'm, I'm feeling it'll be Doku, but I've just took a punt and thought Grealish. But we want to bring a, a win back, don't we, mate? Which uh, they've been on a little bit of a break, actually. They've been in the Algarve uh, Copenhagen mm-hmm. uh, play, playing some I think called the Atlantic Cup or something I'm it. really, these teams who have a mid-season break they have this little uh, jolly uh, and the old you know these uh, Scandinavian teams etc and play in the Algarve they only play three games I think they finished fourth um, they won two and lost one but the league form wasn't great before that I think they'd uh, they'd sort of lost a couple of games and drawn one of the last three so they, I think they moved down to third spot now from top so yeah, they're they're not quite at it at the moment, Copenhagen. But these, these you know, we can't we can't I'm mean, obviously they beat the, the European Giants of United this team, didn't they? So we can't we can't, we can't take them lightly, can we? But <laughs> um yeah, Pep will be strong on this. Uh, as I said, I think he had one eye on this with yesterday's team. So he, he will be strong. Uh, I'm only predicting a two one win for City. I'm hoping it'll be at least a two goal margin, it'll be a bit better than that. But I'm just looking at how we're playing at the moment. Uh I'd just be happy with just a win
0: Well Bernard we, we march on and it's now gone to like 10 games I think, undefeated and about 6 in the Premier League So, Yeah, we're... include the two World Cup games in those, I don't really
1: count those as competitive games to be honest with you, But so we're really 8 games I suppose, but uh, yeah I, I, I take the point <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's really Liverpool who are going to be our challengers? Yeah, aren't yeah.
1: they? If we, if we can go to Anfield in March and, and be a, of course, win our game in hand and be a point above them, all right. Even if they beat us, it's not the end of the world. We know they can still it'll be in their own hands, of course, and out of ours. But we know what Liverpool are like. They'll drop a point against some rubbishy team somewhere along the line. But uh, yeah, I just I just want to be up there and. Be confident going to Anfield, and we never are, are we? We never are. And Liverpool, I think Arsenal still have something to say about this. Uh, Teams like Villa have still got things to say of Newcastle's of this world, but yeah, it's going to be denying Mr. Klopp his joy, isn't it? That's that's a whole my whole ambition now is to to deny him at least (laughs) the Premier League title. Be lovely, of course. Pepper said, Is it point? Zero one percent chance of winning the treble again, I think he said of, of us, so something, something silly anyway, which uh, I think he's been a bit harsh, but uh, I can see his point. I, th- I honestly think if we had if we still had Gundo available, I, th- I think that treble could be on, uh, but at the moment it might be difficult. But other teams like Bayern Munich, and he got stuffed yesterday by the only other team in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, late, late, was it? Late, uh, late, was it? Leverkusen. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the teams that you expect to be up there, um, you know, perhaps, perhaps there is a chance we can defend our Champions League trophy, and uh, yeah, and if we can pip Everton, uh, Everton, Liverpool, and uh, of course uh, we're still in the FA Cup, so it's there. I think it's a better than point one chance, point one percent chance. I think we've probably got a. Th- Thirty-five, forty percent chance at this point in time, but because uh, we're not firing, we're not say we're not at our strides, and uh, so we're still winning games. So be uh, mm-hmm. good to see. But yes, I agree with you, Liverpool. Uh, are going to be the for the, as far as the league are concerned. Perhaps as far as uh, FA Cup, they're still, they still in it. Liverpool think they are, aren't they?
0: Well, there, there's be, a wee it won't be a
1: problem in the Champions League, mate. Well, the Liverpool, but uh, no. oh, right.
0: <laughs> there, There's a wee rumor going around about you because I've been looking at your channel and apparently, uh, in the last couple of weeks, you took a, vi- a visit to the dentist and we never heard the results of that. Did you get a full-on Klopp smile?
1: No, not been to the dentist. Don't think.
0: Have you not? I think that
1: check up the other way, just my routine thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's what that's what I heard. I, I think that I, I, people I've, I've were wondering.
1: Been for at the front, which is okay at the moment because every time <laughs> I go, I go back up. so it's been fine for. To keep my fingers crossed. You can't see it on camera, but for a couple of years it's been fine. But of course, uh, I can't really afford a brand new one, so I've always, <laughs> he's always just redone it for me. So I'm happy at the moment. I, <laughs> I, I'm smiling. I can keep smiling. It's no no problem, and it's. It's not cost me anymore. I don't need any more fillings or anything. So a checkup is great as long as you don't have to pay the extra for uh, something else.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know who uh, sent me that message, but they, they were asking yeah, if uh, yeah, if yeah, Bernard is going to go full on top.
1: When I went to Tottenham, when I went the, the Thursday after the Tottenham, I just had a routine appointment. That's all. I don't know. Uh, perhaps perhaps some don't forget. I think I think you'd mentioned my, it on a pod. Yeah, well, when, when people watch my vlogs, some of them are recorded twelve months ago and stuff like this. So it's not always. Well, you know, obviously my new ones, of course, and previews and stuff and new. But uh, a lot of blogs mm. are put out. I might have pre-recorded months ago, so it might be mm. something I said then, which was relevant, which isn't, isn't relevant now, of course. You know, some some of the blogs you'll see, you know, I'll have half a tooth because my tooth might have broken the day before or something like that. But uh, yeah, mm. I'd love to have a, a full set, you know, a nice set of these veneers, is it called or whatever. But yeah, hey, I'm English, I'm British, mate. I gotta go to a dentist, but I'm not that fussed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right guys, well thank you very much for listening. I think that'll do us until after Copenhagen. Mm. Uh, I just want to thank um Bernard for um coming on and sharing his views. And um I think I think that's your lot for this particular one and uh, we'll get back with you with you after the next one. And uh, we'll finish off in the normal way. As you know by saying have one enough on and up the blues.
1: Up the super blues.